Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another enlightening show of Healthy Mind, Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we have an extraordinary guest who is a beacon of inspiration and empowerment. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to Rebecca Whitman. Thank you so much Avik. I like being called a beacon. I don't think I've ever been called one. That's so kind. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it really means a lot so we are truly uh, truly honored to have you uh, because your achievements are nothing short of remarkable as a successful mentor uh, like princeton university graduate and international best selling author of books like phenomenal feminine entrepreneurs and how to make a six figure income working part time so you have truly made a mark in the world of personal growth and entrepreneurship so thank you so could you share a bit more about your journey and what led you to focus on helping others achieve abundance in their lives yeah well it's funny because i i never thought i would be voted life coach of the year or empowered woman of the year that was not in my plan I moved to LA 20 years ago to pursue my childhood dream of being an actress. Wow. And I had small parts on really big shows like Friends, CSI and 24, yeah. but I was not able to make a full-time living with it. I never got that big break. I I found a great niche that I really enjoyed working with children's acting schools. I don't have kids of my own, so it was a lot of fun to work with kids and help them with their acting goals. And what happened was I had a lot of free time to study with great spiritual teachers, people like mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks, Michael Beckwith, Louise Hay, and I learned a lot about manifesting through the law of attraction. So I was able to make six figures working part-time, but the one area of my life that eluded me was my love life and I had a lot of really bad relationships and I remember when I was 39 I realized, "Oh my god, if I don't get married now, I'm never going to have a kid." So I, you know, married someone that I probably should have never married and it was a really hard marriage. We fought a lot. We uh, had a very painful 3-year short-term marriage and then I filed for divorce. And as I was filing for divorce, my dad was dying at the same exact time. So, in one of the last conversations with my dad, he said, "Rebecca, I want you to write something. I don't care if it's a book, an essay, a magazine article, or a blog." And it was one of the hardest weeks of my life of eek. My dad's funeral was on a Wednesday. 
My divorce was finalized on a Friday. And a few months later, I was sitting in my financial planner's office and he said, I know that you lost your dad and you lost your marriage, yet you're having your best financial year ever. And I think you should write a book and teach other people how you're doing it. So I looked at my life and I realized there were seven key areas. And when I have these seven key areas in alignment, I can recreate anything I want. So now I'm married to my soulmate. I am in the best shape of my life. I'm, you know, making six figures and multiple income streams. And I explain it all in this book, how to make a six figure income working part time. And that's where I divide life into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. They are spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mindset, social and financial. Wow. Wow. That's that's incredible, I would say. And uh, understanding the uh, understanding the past history, which you have uh, faced. So and from coming back from there, and uh, making this a big hit, it's 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 quite incredible, I would say, for sure. So Thank you. Your your dedication to guiding others towards balance and fulfillment across these seven pillars are truly admirable, for sure. So, could you could you tell tell us more about the specific ways in which uh, you uh, mentor burned out women and help them? leave toxic relationships and magnetize their soulmates. Yeah. So my passion and my mission is to help overwhelm busy women go mm -hmm. from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. I coach women one-on-one. -on -one. I do group group coaching and I'm leading international retreats. We're actually going to India in January. Oh, wow. Yeah. In 24. I've been there once before. Don't ask me which city. I'll have to ask my friend who's from India who's co-hosting the retreat, but I will find out. But I'm really excited to go to India. It's going to be a yoga and mindset retreat. Wow, definitely. And, yeah, and I'm actually, because uh, so many women wanted my coaching and I didn't want money to be an obstacle, I have a free uh, Tuesday women's circle. It's Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific 3 p.m. Eastern, where anybody can jump on a Zoom and get coached by me. So those are all the different ways that I'm working with women and helping them go from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. Wow, that, that's truly empowering. So like your ability to help individuals transition from unfulfilling jobs to purpose driven or profitable ventures is it's remarkable. So can you can you also tell us more about your six figure hustle program and how it empowers women to pursue their passions uh, while achieving financial success? Yes. Yeah, so I have two main programs, as you mentioned, one is create your six figure side hustle and the other is manifest your soulmate in midlife. So the create your six figure side hustle is an eight week program. Uh, we help women to figure out exactly what their side hustle is. Some women already know, some women don't even know. They just know that they feel stuck and trapped and unmotivated in a job that's no longer fulfilling. So I help women find their life purpose 
And then we figure out how they're going to share that purpose with the world. So if you don't know what your life purpose is, some great questions to ask yourself are, what would you do if you won the lottery? What would you be able to talk about for 30 minutes without reviewing your notes? What do people come to you for advice in? Uh, what do you spend your time Googling or researching or listening to podcasts just for fun? What is the biggest challenge or hurdle you've overcome and how have you overcome that? They say that your message is in your mess. So once we figure out their passion and what they're good at, then we help them turn that into a profit by giving them step-by-step how to create social media presence, how to brand themselves, how to create a website, how to delegate it to VAs if you don't have time, and most importantly, how to time block. Because I think time is such a big obstacle for people who are creating a side hustle because they have their full-time job and they don't know how are they going to find the time to do the side hustle. So we talk a lot about time blocking and creating a schedule that includes what I like to call power hours, where they have certain hours a day and certain hours a week where they're only focused on their business. That means they're not checking their phone. They're not petting their dog. They're not, you know, doing household chores. They're just focusing on creating that dream business. And the goal is to to do the business for long enough so that that eventually replaces their full-time income or not. So I'm a huge believer of multiple streams of income. I don't believe we should just have one or even two. I feel like we should have three or four plus streams of income. It makes our life more interesting and it creates a lot of stability because if you're having a bad month and one of your income streams and you're having a good month and another one of your income streams. So I'm a huge believer in having multiple income streams. Correct. Exactly true. Exactly. So like, so uh, with this, like your accomplishments and contributions are truly on, I mean, awe-inspiring. So uh, you. from your best-selling books and the podcast to your uh, appearances as an expert on uh, renowned platforms and sharing virtual stages with thought leaders. So you have made a significant impact. So like uh, you, your personal journey serves as a testament to the power of the principles you teach, right? So like as really we are grateful to have you today and uh, thank you for joining uh, on uh, Healthy Mind and Healthy Life for inspiring all of us embrace the abundance and create lives filled with balance, beauty and abundance. So, so like just to start with like what to understand the concept of seven pillars of abundance and how uh, they contribute to a fulfilling life, if you can explain a bit. Yeah, so the seven pillars of abundance are in order of importance, and it starts with, with spirituality. And I'm a huge believer in having a morning practice. How you start your day determines the type of day you have. And when I was a teenager, I ran into a woman at a 12-step meeting, and she pulled me aside, and she said, Rebecca, this is how you write a God journal. And I took her journal format, and I expanded on it, and I've been using this journal format now 
for decades. And what it does, uh, Vic, is it helps me turn all the events in my life into learning experiences. It helps me reframe seemingly negative events and reframe them into positive events. It helps me recognize my progress, recognize other people's progress. And as a gift to your listeners, I'm going to be gifting them with this abundance journal. And every day I start my day with the abundance journal. I encourage your listeners to have some kind of some kind of spirituality at the beginning of their day. It could be yoga, prayer, meditation, it could be a walk in nature, anything that makes them feel connected to the divine, whatever they call that. The second pillar, which I also love to do in the morning, is fitness. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in body before business and to plan your day around your workout. I know we're all so busy. And if we could just work out three or four times a week, if all you have the time to do is just to take a long walk for 30 minutes That is certainly better than nothing. But find something that you actually enjoy and look forward to and plan your day around that. The next pillar is emotions. And I believe that all emotions come from two base emotions, love or fear. All the positive emotions, happiness, contentment, bliss, ecstasy, appreciation. That's all a form of love. All the negative emotions, Fear, doubt, worry, jealousy, resentment, bitterness, skepticism, cynicism, judgment, that's all fear. And that's not from me. That's from A Course in Miracles. And it's it's just when you look at it, when, I, when I'm in a scarcity mindset of thinking there's not enough money, there's not enough love, there's not enough time, any kind of scarcity, that is the opposite of love. If I switch it to love... Love is an abundance mindset. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of love. So I switch my fear-based thinking to love-based thinking. The next pillar is romance. And your personal intimate relationship can affect all areas, but especially money. So I encourage the women I'm working with to leave toxic relationships If somebody is treating you unkindly, calling you names, being abusive physically or emotionally or verbally, I encourage them to leave that relationship because it's going to be really challenging to get wealthy with that type of energy around you. Mm -hmm. Um, The next area after romance is mental. And we're in the golden age of working on our mind. There's wonderful podcasts like yours a week there's youtube videos there's audible there's so many different apps there's so many different ways to keep growing and learning and expanding your mind Uh, the next pillar is social and i believe your vibe attracts your tribe and you get to have a community we don't have to go through life alone i I used to be very isolated and think i have to do everything alone and have to do everything all by myself And I think that came from playing tennis, which was a very individual sport. I played college tennis. Now I'm learning that community creates immunity. And the more people we have to to cheer us on and support us as we're reaching for our goals and dreams, the more fun it is. And finally, the last pillar of abundance is financial. And everybody thinks financial should be first. They think if I make a ton of money... 
I'll have money to finally hire a personal trainer. I'll get in great shape. I'll attract the love of my life. We'll go on spiritual retreats. We'll socialize with other couples and then we'll do, uh, you know, community. But I am telling you, based on my life experience, Avik, it's the last piece of the puzzle. When I'm healthy and fed and when I'm spiritually centered and when I'm emotionally happy and when I have great friends and when I'm in love, that's when the money and opportunities just come to you. And and that's why I call myself the magnetic abundance mentor, because when you have your life in alignment in these seven key areas, you magnetize abundance and abundance doesn't just mean money. Abundance can mean an abundance of health an abundance of love and abundance of friends. You can have abundance in all these seven areas of life. Exactly true. Exactly. So uh, the, uh, this is this is one of the misconceptions. I definitely agree with you that people believe that money is the first motivating factor, but where exactly it's totally the opposite of it. So uh, if if we are okay, if we are fine, if we are happy, uh, then everything can be achievable. So definitely, it's totally true. So the next thing is like, how can an individuals? Uh, assess their current level of abundance in each of these uh, areas and identify that they require more attention and growth. Well, I encourage you, actually, Avik is going to share my link tree. You guys are going to actually get the free abundance journal. You're going to get a quiz where you can look at your life in these seven key areas and look at what is working and what is not working. We all have a couple areas that we're just killing it in, right? Maybe we are in the best shape of our life and maybe we have a great community of other people that we love to work out with, but we don't have a loving, committed relationship and we're not making the money we want. Or maybe we're making more money than ever, but we don't have any time to exercise and we don't have any time for romance or friends. So there's always a couple areas where you are crushing it. And then there's a couple areas where you need support. So you want to look at each of these seven areas and give yourself an honest evaluation. Rate it from a one, meaning it's not going well, to a 10, it's going well. And if you're not a level 10, ask yourself, what do I need to do to get it to a level 10? I think we all know what we need to do. And it's just a matter of doing it, which is why I offer coaching and accountability on Tuesdays uh, at noon Pacific time, because sometimes you just need someone to hold you accountable. Because how many times have we all start that diet on Monday, I'll write that book, I'll send that email, I'll do my taxes. And it's so easy to procrastinate, even though we know what we need to do. True. And um, definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll gonna uh, share this thing. And I also mentioned these things uh, uh, in the podcast description. Uh, so that uh, the listeners can easily uh, check this gift from Rebecca. So yes, but I have another another thing in my mind. Like, uh, what are some common challenges people face when trying to achieve balance and abundance in these seven areas? Limiting beliefs. People have limiting beliefs and you can take every coaching course, listen to all the best personal growth podcasts, say your affirmations. But if you have a limiting belief, 
it is like a computer with a virus. So some common limiting beliefs or some that I've personally struggled with, or I'm not good enough. I'm too old. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. It's too late. Everybody is meant for success, but not me. Um, I don't have any good luck. Other people have it easier than me. So everybody has limiting beliefs. It could be, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too rich, I'm too poor, I'm not funny, I'm too funny, I'm too much, I'm not enough. Like, it's just, they go on and on. You know what your limiting belief is because it's what keeps you up at night. And you want to start working on those limiting beliefs and really... It's like defragging a computer. Uh, Affirmations are a great way to start, but even more than affirmations is to put movement to your affirmation. So uh, Tony Robbins says that's an incantation. So a couple of my favorite ones are, I am enough, I have enough, I am willing to set myself free. And when I'm lifting weights and working out, I will say that. So it's really going into the cells of my body and that will really help. That's that's something uh, great. So uh, as, we, as we have already mentioned about these seven pillars, so in your experience, which of these seven pillars uh, do people often overlook or underestimate the importance of that? I think they underestimate social. We're in a high-tech, low-touch society where people are more comfortable texting than talking People are hiding behind their technology. And when we were cavemen and cavewomen, we used to gather every night around the fire and we used to eat together and share stories together and be a tribe. And people have lost that sense of community and technology. Also, also we, we somehow missed that bonfire we used to do um, uh, during the um, uh, winter season and uh, with all the friends together and all. So that's quite something interesting. I can actually relate. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's great that you do a bonfire. You know, in a way, technology has made the world a lot smaller because this interview, for example, you're in India. I'm in the United States. We've never met. But when we just hide behind our technology, we now that the world has opened up post pandemic, we get to go to events and parties and networking events. And there's nothing like being in person with someone and connecting and talking. And it's that just human to human energetic exchange that you can't feel that over zoom. And Mm -hmm. I encourage people to find a community, find a yoga class, go to schools, temples, churches, um, sports clubs, Join a, a meetup group where, wherever you can find a community of people that can hold you up and hold you high. I would encourage you guys to find that. Wow. So, uh, so Rebecca, like before we uh, wrap up, like uh, finally, what advice or encouragement would you give to our listeners who are on their own journey towards unlocking the abundance and creating a fulfilling life across the seven pillars? I would tell that my final advice is to be gentle with yourself. I'm a recovering perfectionist, and I used to use these words, woulda, coulda, and shoulda. And when you're using the words woulda, coulda, and shoulda, those are words that beat yourself up. And when I started talking to myself in a gentle way in my own internal dialogue, 
my life started to be a lot easier. So if you are someone that was like me and that is really hard on yourself and is a vicious taskmaster, fire that person. Say, I no longer, you're no longer running the show. I'm going to take over and I'm going to be gentle and loving and compassionate with myself. And I'm going to talk to myself the same way that I would talk to an eight-year-old child or the same way I would talk to my best friend. And when you start treating yourself with love and kindness, you attract more love and kindness in your life. So that's what I would tell them. Wow, that's that's so wonderful. So that, that brings us to the end of this thought-provoking episode where we delved into the topic of unlocking abundance through the exploration of seven pillars of fulfilling life. I hope uh, you have found immense value in the wisdom and insights shared by Rebecca. So remember that abundance is not just about financial wealth, but it encompasses spiritual, physical, emotional, romantic, mental, social, and financial well-being as Rebecca mentioned already. So by focusing on all these pillars, we can create a harmonious and fulfilling life. So take the knowledge and practical strategies shared today and start implementing them in your own life. Assess where you are on each pillar, identify areas that require growth and take intentional steps towards achieving the balance and the abundance. So we extend our deepest gratitude to Rebecca for her expertise and dedication to empowering individuals to live their best lives. Her, her accomplishments and insights serve as an inspiration to all of us. I believe you all will agree on this. And for, like, for this episode, if you have enjoyed and found it valuable, be sure to share it with others who are on their journey towards unlocking the abundance. Together, we can create a ripple effect of positive change and transformation in their lives of many. So stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we continue to explore topics that promote healthy mind and a healthy life. Always remember the power to unlock abundance resides within you. So embrace it, nurture it and watch your life flourish. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you.